threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Well, Cam, are you uh, aware of the situation that we're in right now? I try to be aware at all yeah. times. Good, man. I mean, it really is we something. We should probably talk about that sometime. Let's do it. Let's do it today. Hell, let's just do it right now. <laughs> let's talk about... I ain't got nothing else to do. Yeah, so we're going to talk about situational awareness. Yeah, what is it? How do you use it? And mm-hmm. Why is it important? And where you can buy it. Yeah, you, you can get it online. You should how code. you can subscribe to situational <laughs> awareness. Yeah. So we're excited about that. But before we get to that, I got to tell you about BattleBox. You know, if you're not aware of this situation, get your mind straight Seriously. Get get working because you got to figure this out. It is the monthly subscription box for men full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and casual preppers. Each month, BattleBox sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you'd normally pay. You never know what's in the next box, but here's a sampling of what users received this month. The Outdoor Element Phoenix Talon Knife. It's sharp. It does the job. It's a beefy sucker. Yeah, and then the Humvee folding shovel. That's a beautiful thing. You always need a shovel. Mm-hmm. Unless you don't need a shovel, then you don't need a shovel. <laughs> uh, all this badassness starts at just like 34 bucks a month. They've shipped almost a million boxes and won Best Men's Subscription Box of 2017. Our listeners, they get a free knife when you sign up at trybattlebox.com slash preppers. Get your first battle box plus a free knife at trybattlebox.com slash preppers. Listener. Reviews starts now. So actually, before we get to the listener reviews, I just wanted to do this because someone yeah, asked, like this. Someone like asked for a shout out. And I'm like, yeah, what the hell? So Let's nice do it. This is from Anthony Bradley. He says, hey guys, from... Anthony Broadley. Anthony Broadley. Um, hey guys, from Canock Chase West Midlands. I don't, there's a bunch of words they put together. I don't even know if that's a place <laughs> or what that he's is. trying to throw us off. Yeah. So can't figure out where I he's at. I live in Texas, Massachusetts, Canada land. <laughs> that's where I live. I'm like, what? Oh, okay. um, near Wolverhampton in the good old UK. Can you give me and my boy Cody and my daughter Lacey a big shout out on your next amazing video podcast? Yes. What up, Cody? What up, Lacey? What up, Anthony? Hope things are going good over there in the UK. Uh, Your dad's a good guy. Crack open a cold tea for me. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Heck yeah. I think, they, I think they drink it warm, though, don't they? Give me the <laughs> 21 hand torch salute. <laughs> yeah, Click it off and on. Torches. Yeah, that's right. Anyways, before... Yeah, now you can do the listener review. Sorry. I, I, oh, I yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah. slip that in there. No, I thought that was awesome. <clears throat> um, one of my favorite. One Wait. second... Which one's your other favorite? What's, yeah. what's better? One of my favorites. Yeah. Um, one second, I'm listening and learning to survive, and then I'm dying laughing. Super 613093. <laughs> so Thank there you, you go. Yeah. Simple as that. That's a good one. One you, second, I love it. Learning. The other time, I'm laughing. So that's, that's exactly what we hope. That is really that's it's all exactly we want. what we want. Short yeah. and sweet, right to the point. If you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, leave us a five star review, and make it awesome. It's a mad, mad world. I don't know if you've been uh, watching the news at all, Cameron, but uh, there's a lot of storms going on right now. I saw some pop up on Instagrams Mm -hmm. and stuff. There's a deadly hurricane. It's named Ian. Um, But luckily, it just got downgraded to a tropical storm this morning, so that's something. Yeah. Um, But it's still dumping record amounts of rain, and it's bringing catastrophic flooding across Florida. 
Plus, how it could had, there be record record breaking rains in Florida? I, like year after like year, always. yeah. <clears throat> we just keep getting more. It's broke records the last sixteen years. <laughs> I know it's like constantly, um, but it's damaging, and there's like really bad winds across four hundred fifteen mile swath of the state. Dang, big old swath. Yeah, I saw some crazy <clears throat> pictures of people's like floating in their houses. <laughs> yeah, posting on Instagram like yeah, in a tube like, in their living room. Wait a minute, <laughs> this doesn't seem right. I had to get it for TikTok. Just sitting in my raft in the middle of my house with internet still working. <laughs> still doing like some TikTok video about hair serum or something. <laughs> Somebody, this has got to go down at some point. This is a hurricane serum. Just have a life straw poked in it. <laughs> yeah. Ain't nothing better. Ain't nothing better. <laughs> Another Florida day in Florida. Hashtag Florida life. <laughs> uh, rising floodwaters led to home rescues and stranded vehicles across central Florida and law enforcement in Volusia County reported the area's first death. That's no good. While the statewide toll has yet to be determined after hurricane storm surge devastated the Gulf Coast, President Biden declared a major disaster for the state. <clears throat> so he's watching the news too. He knows what's going on. Um, the Coast Guard had been performing rescue missions on the barrier islands continually overnight. This was last night. With more than 2.5 million without power statewide, he said the power outages in southwest West Florida were the most intense. Two and a half million without power. Jeez. Good gracious. <laughs> That's a lot. Uh, crazy thing is my brother-in-law actually lives right here. He had to evacuate uh, yesterday or the day before. Here? No, nah, he lives here <laughs> in Florida. Yeah, he's <clears throat> he lives in Vernal. He decided I'm, to evacuate. I'm kind of concerned about this. <laughs> I'm into the mountains, bro. <laughs> I feel bad for them. I'm going to do it for them. Yeah, it's a sympathy bug out. <laughs> that hurricane's going to hit any minute. I'm out. I ain't, ain't going to get us. <laughs> Tell you that right I'm now. I'm going to tippy top. I'm going yeah. to King's Peak. I'm going 10,000, 13,000 feet. <laughs> Good luck. Nothing touching me over there. Ain't no storm surging. The water's scare hitting me. that. We're all dead. <laughs> yeah, you guys are all dead anyways. <laughs> but no, he lives in Florida. Dang. And so he had to he had to bug out. He had to go get a, a hotel room somewhere else. That's good. So, kind of crazy. It's not crazy. good. That's bad, actually. Well, I mean, that he was smart to get out <laughs> yeah, and not he, just hang out. It was it was a mandatory evacuation where he was at. Oh yeah, it didn't seem like that matters to the half. <laughs> no, there. no. Like, mandatory my ass. Then I'm not leaving. I was <laughs> yeah. going to, but now I'm not. Don't and tell me what to do. You tell me I don't have to, then I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Screw you all. Hashtag Florida life. Hashtag Trump 2024, <laughs> Biden 2024. 2028. <laughs> oh, man. Going back. Back to back to back. <laughs> yep. Just switch them up. Checkerboard and that shit. Yep. <clears throat> um, this is interesting news. I don't know if you saw this. I don't know. So Probably not. Big, large 300-acre area in Grand Forks, North Dakota was sold for millions oh. to... None other than Chinese food manufacturer Fufang Group. Fufang Group? Yeah. Okay, that's okay, fine. You yeah. know, it's clear out in the middle of nowhere. Wrong. The concern is it's right next to Grand Forks Air Force Base. Oh, God. You know what happens in Grand Forks Air Force Base? It's classified. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. No. Some of the most sensitive elements of Grand Forks exist with the digital uplinks and downlinks inherent with unmanned air systems and their interaction with space-based assets. So, very, uh, how, what a coincidence to have wow. a big 300 acre area sold yeah. to a Chinese um, food. food company that's right <clears throat> next to our most delicate, so unmanned yeah. drone based Air I, Force base. I, I don't know if we need to read into it more or read into it less, but think about this it's a Chinese food manufacturer, Grand 
Forks Air Force Base. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> something is fishy here. <laughs> that is. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I mean, maybe it's just as simple as like they're gonna sounds supply. Delicious. <laughs> sounds delicious. Where should we buy? Know, okay, I was gonna do the accent, but I should. I know. I don't Where know should why. we buy this acreage? Oh, holy cow! <laughs> yeah, I can't. I don't want to. I don't get in trouble. I know. But yeah, it's only two point six million sale for three hundred acres. Yeah, in North but Dakota. North Dakota. Though. I know, but still, that's yeah. pretty concerning. So, anyways, um, they're trying to put a block on this purchase because it's right. It's just too close. Yeah, you know, they're like. We're just here. <laughs> we just want to make chow mein. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> just taking a bunch of pictures. These are low main drones. We just Don't wanna, worry. <laughs> we just want to make sure that none of our food is going to get contaminated. So yeah. we're taking a lot of pictures. Yeah. There's Anyways. a fortune cookie tank. Don't worry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> a fortune cookie tank. We like it to be delivered by tracks. Yeah. Yeah, so anyways. Konnichiwa. That's, that's <laughs> concerning. Yeah, it is. And, um, that you know, sometimes we allow yeah. that kind of crap. Yeah. Anyways, watch out. Cool, cool, cool. Fufang's going to be delivering food <laughs> by drone by next week. Yeah. Should we yeah. door dash some Fufang over here? I'm sure people here? be like, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't care as long as it gets here faster. No, that's great. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so. So let's talk about situational awareness, Cameron. Um. This is, again, this is an episode we've had on our list for probably like six years. Like the whole time. But yeah, we haven't done it. it's kind of a hard one. It um, is. Because some people get pretty hardcore about situational awareness. For sure. And obviously, military and mm-hmm. uh, armed forces, things like that. Spies. And, uh, police, yeah. Police. Situational awareness is a huge part of their training. Moms. So, am I qualified to talk about it? No. No, I am not. Are we qualified to talk about anything we talk about? No. <laughs> exactly. So what else is new? Yeah, we might welcome as well get the, into it. Welcome to the podcast, idiots. Yep, this is what we do. <laughs> but with prepping, like a lot of the times, the things we talk about, it comes back to being like aware, mm. situational awareness of being prepared every day, yeah. um, and also when you're away. Like that mm. rhymes. That's beautiful, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it can be tricky to explain uh, situational awareness because mm. um, it's like, is it something you do? Is it something you're supposed to be aware of? If you're aware of that thing, what do you do? Is it just like, a feeling? Yeah. So it's kind of, it, it's, yeah. there's a lot of detail that go into it. So what is situational awareness defined? Um, being situationally aware means being present and actively conscious of what is going on in the environment around you, both the people in the environment and the terrain itself, in order to avoid trouble or injury before it happens. Sometimes I think you wouldn't be great at this. Yeah. Sometimes I look over and I'm sure if you know we're doing a it podcast. Depends. <laughs> so yeah, I'm 100 percent good at like one thing at a time. Yeah. Oh yeah. But Laser like, focus. If I'm like, I gotta read these notes ahead, then I just block everything. Or if you get out. a text or something, it's like, this has been the worst thing on yeah. the planet for me, and mm-hmm. I think it has been for a lot of other. People, oh, for sure. Is phones so, like mm-hmm. the, you get that text that just throws everything off. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) according to Wikipedia, situational awareness is situational awareness um, is the perception of environmental elements and events uh, with respect to time or space, Mm -hmm. the comprehension or the of their meaning and the projection of their future status. It's a heightened state of awareness. So yeah, that's exactly what it is, you know. So um, but it can be broken down into several basic aspects: being able to uh, asset. 
the risks oh, and yes, yeah, <laughs> and assess. I know uh, set <laughs> the risks and dangers of the situation. Being able to realize how bad the situation is, knowing the means that you can use to overcome the situation, being aware of the possible barriers you may come across, knowing all the possible ways out, and taking into account all the factors that may come along the way. Yeah, and so. I think this is something that we all kind of do instinctually, like all the time, at some level. We do. Right? I think everybody has some situational awareness, and some are very good at suppressing and just not even being mm. in the moment. Like. Yes, yeah. But there's a lot of different like, situations that you get in that sometimes you don't realize you're using situation situational awareness or that you're just ignoring the, yeah, for sure. the awareness. So, like, for example, um, you park on the street, you're in another town. Like I've done this when I was in San Francisco thinking Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm going to get in the back of my car. I was paying attention to anybody that was around. I'm like, I don't want somebody coming up behind me. Yeah. And like, you know, that's the perfect time that you're, you're vulnerable to be, you know, somebody's going to mug you. And I think that's exactly the reason we feel like this is worth talking about. It's like, it keeps you safe. Yeah. And that's what, like, we do it's not just, it's not just bugging out in the mountains that you're situational aware. This is like everyday life things Mm -hmm. to just keep you safe. Um, other aspects, like you set out for a jog, the sun's going down, you know, you pop, in, pep, pop in your headphones and you're not paying attention to what's yeah. around you. Like you're vulnerable to getting hit by a car or a, an animal attacking you or something Raped like that. Raped by a rapist. So you just got to be careful. I always freak out about putting my headphones in, even in yeah. my basement. I'm like, I'm going to come flip my throat. I know. I don't like not being able to hear. Yeah. So it's like the, uh, um, uh, the newer headphones having the ability or earbuds having the uh, what is it, ambient sound or mm-hmm. whatever. Kind of nice. Um, sound <clears throat> isolating, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, like camping, you find a nice clearing and you're not really situational aware. You're not paying attention to where you're setting up your camp. Are you in the middle of a flood zone? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, are you uh, in an area that's vulnerable to, like, I always think too, like camping, and there's going to be an earthquake and some boulder that's like, <laughs> I'm like, this is a beautiful place to camp. Yeah. Could that boulder break loose at some point? For sure. Um, Are you in Sasquatch territory? Exactly. You can get abducted and hope you have some tobacco to make them sick. Mm-hmm. Get out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and other, other really basic sim, uh, situational awareness. Are you in a park when your kids are playing and you're you know supposed to be watching them? Yeah. Are you? I see this. Do you all the have time. situational awareness of where they are or, or what a they're restaurant doing or something? Yeah. It's like, do you know you've got kids running around the restaurant? People, yeah. Do you see them? It blows my mind. Oh my they, gosh! It happens in the clinic too. I'm just yeah. like, uh, okay, I'm seeing your child <laughs> play like with you syringes or on your phone, and <laughs> yeah. they've got like 16 balloons made with the freaking nitrile gloves. They're licking the syringe tips. <laughs> Yeah, just in, like yeah. they're in the freaking biohazard bin. <laughs> yeah. Like you didn't yeah. even say one thing to your kid. So, anyways, mm-hmm. situation situational awareness applies to like all kinds of different really parts does. of life. Just being aware of what's going on, the the safety for you and your family, um, not just in the survival like mindset. So, yeah, and I like what you put here in the end. It's like no need to be paranoid all the time because that's when I think yeah, about it. I was gonna bring it a couple times. It's just like yeah. you get talking, you're like, wait, this, this, it sounds pretty like this, you're a yeah. freaking paranoid schizophrenic. And it can get to that point. And I think there's a lot of people who do take it to that point. It's like I, I won't sit with my back to the door. I don't sit. And it's like okay, I carry my gun everywhere. Yeah, you I know, mean, I'm like some people do, right? And that's fine. And it and there's chances that that will come into mm-hmm. play in a good way, but. Uh, it's also like I say that only because I have a brother in law that's that way. Yeah. I swear he has his hand on the freaking trigger <laughs> yeah. every two seconds. Yeah, exactly. 
But but again, like you can take this to the level that makes sense for you. All of this stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't have to go full situational awareness guy. Right. Like you right. can just take it. At, and EDC can come off that way. That for you're like, sure. Geez, you're like super paranoid about. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway. So there's there's different levels, and, and that's a good place place to put this. Situational awareness levels. There's a different approaches, and there's different um, uh, just levels basically. So level one is perception, and there's there's a couple different ways we're going to look at this. There's another. Jeff Cooper has a different uh, awareness chart, but this is the first one. Level one is perception. Um, level one of situational awareness, according to Ensley. <laughs> You're right. About that. MR is is perception, meaning a person must properly perceive facts, status, attributes, and dynamics of the environment. Cam's not doing well with that because he keeps clanging everything over there. I'm not aware of my environment. <laughs> yeah, he is not situationally aware of what's going on. But that's basically just like, do you see what's there? You yeah. know, are you perceiving? Everything, the, the facts, the status, the attributes, the, the dynamics of your environment. You know, as a basic level of situational awareness, perception of the elements helps an observer to gather all relevant information about the situation. So this is like people, objects, events, events, time and space, factors of the environment, as well as the relevant information about the status of said elements. Now, right. That's a lot of words we're talking about, but it's just basically seeing everything is going on. Yeah. That's all we're talking about. Yeah. You know, it's not, it doesn't have to get that scientific. Then you go to level two and that's comprehension. This is where it gets hard. You actually have to process what you're seeing. This is the process of integrating and gathering that information. It then helps a person to get a clear view of a situation and its prospects through making a large scale interpretation of the event. This global assessment then lets the person plan their goals within the context of the problem. So you got to gather, you got to see what's going on, but then you have to like comprehend, like you, you can't just like see it. Right. You've got to like notice it and understand what's happening, right? Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about a lot of different situations w where you do this, but yeah. and then level three is projection. It's about being able to plan or project the future events and create mental models for events and environmental factors. Yeah. Um, such as a projection of their status in the near future will help the person to analyze the possible results of their decisions and actions. So you got to see what's there. You got to understand it. And then you have to say, okay, well, if this is going on, what might happen now? Yeah. Right. It's really simple. Yeah. It, it, this is a lot of words to say something's like, you got to see what's going on. You got to understand it yeah. and understand what could happen. Yeah. I That's think one is. of the best things that this applies to is driving. Oh yes, and there's so many people that I'm like mm -hmm. terrified to be around. Like they're they're having they have no perception. No, they're just like I'm holding a <laughs> steering wheel yeah. and they're completely somewhere else. It's oh, just yeah. obvious. But um, I listened to a podcast recently about a Navy SEAL that basically would take other Navy SEALs and put them through this training for like. I, I, some leadership roles and mm -hmm. he was like it's weird because they all have these skills mm -hmm. and they're all very good at these skills <clears throat> but situational awareness is more of a trait that uh -huh. has developed over time like yeah. with different and some have really strong skills and perception and comprehension and some mm -hmm. didn't and it's like to assess quickly in, you know a, a hostage situation or something like that like some of them are just better at it and so yeah. can you develop it yes but it is more of like a trait and so mm -hmm. like 
driving, for example, is like you just kind of start picking up on how to do that better or you get worse at it. <laughs> yeah. Or you never get any better and you just right. continue to tailgate but, people. And... Yeah. Or you just sit and drive in someone's blind spot. Oh gosh, yeah. I, that happens on the highway and you With like no, ob- no, like no idea what you're doing. No. Yeah. They're just sitting there or they're yeah. going the same exact speed in this fast lane. That yeah. gets on my nerves so fast. I'm just like... <laughs> You don't even, you're oblivious to what's going on. Mm-hmm. I'm riding your butt. Yeah. And you're not even seeing <laughs> Don't me. even know, yeah. Or maybe you have, and the, that's why you. Yeah, so situational awareness, driving is is one of those times where that's very uh, crucial, right? Yeah. So Jeff Cooper has an awareness color code chart, and it starts out with white. So white is like a state of complete unawareness and unpreparedness. This is like, you are oblivious to anything that's happening around you in this state. You, you don't have any idea. You're vulnerable to attack or some random crap happening to you because you're just not. Which seems like most of. Society. For sure. All the time, right? Apparently me, Coley. <laughs> I just, it's just funny because sometimes like if you get a text, I'll see it over there and I'm like, oh, he's not even listening. Yeah, I can tell no. he's not listening. Yeah, it happens. Um, I'm Like I said. Yeah, I'm one full on concentration to one, and thing. It, that is really hard to do for a lot of people. Super it's just hard. People's brains work differently. You know what I mean? And men and women's brains work way True. differently. <laughs> um, and then so there's white, then there's yellow. So this How is offensive. Yeah, I know. Well, everything's offensive that comes out of my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> yellow is a state of relaxed alert. So there's like no specific obvious threat that's that's present but you are aware that danger is always a possibility you're aware of people around you as well as the environment in general so this to me feels like a really good place to kind of hang out most of the time yeah right like you don't need to be into orange and red So these are colors that you can be in yeah. at different points at different points okay. yeah so white i feel like it's probably not a good idea to ever be in white. Right. Like, this is not a great idea. And a lot of people are in white. They're in there all the time. Yellow, to me, feels like a really good, like, baseline level. You, you know, you're, you're relaxed, but you're just kind of, you, you're you in the back of your mind, you're like, things could happen, right? N- things are going to happen. I, I know what's going on here and here. So then you can go from yellow to orange. So this is that heightened state of awareness in which you observe or are aware of a specific threat. So to me, this is probably maybe there's a power outage or maybe there's a, a wreck on the road yeah. coming up or, you know, there's something happening. So you know that there's a, a specific threat, whether it's a threat to you or not, you, you're aware of it. So in this condition, you're beginning to formulate possible responses to deal with that danger. Yeah. Um, almost always orange, when you're driving, you should be close to that orange state. Like I think so, because too. Because you're going I agree. 70 miles an hour. Merge left? <laughs> now nah, stay in this no, lane no until the very end. Yeah, because you're you're flying like 70 miles an hour in a metal tube. You have no time to react. Yeah, like you've got to be aware of what's <laughs> going tube. on. Seriously. You know what I mean? Pop can that opens. Yeah. So you, this is probably a good place to be most of the time. And then if there's a specific threat, like um, like I said, like a power outage or someone screaming out in the street in your neighborhood, help or whatever it is, right? And so orange is that heightened state of awareness, something's happening. Then you get to the highest level and this is red. This stage is associated with action. This is when things have escalated to the point where you are either engaging a threat or are in retreat. You're getting away. So that's like tippy top of the SA ladder. Like uh, things are going wrong or there's a threat. I have to engage that threat or I have to get the F out. Yeah. Right. So that's the white, yellow. Like, yep. Exactly. That's a so, good one. Try to stay out of the white. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just, you know, yellow is a great place to sort of hang out. I agree. Mm-hmm. So um, I think on the situational awareness, mm-hmm. Cybercrime fits into that. You got to really be aware does. that you are, you know, 
you there's threats online when you're just browsing the internet there's high threats well and it's just like some people are, are not aware they're just like oh, i'll give my email i'll give my phone yeah, right. it's like oh why are we somebody doing- remotely connected and wants my card so they can clean my computer that's great done that was yeah. my dad for oh, example gosh yes so um but you can protect yourself online with surfshark they are a virtual private network that can protect you and all of your devices from online threats. Mm-hmm. All of your devices. So that's the thing I love mm-hmm. about them is like you get a subscription and anything that connects to the internet will be protected. What about it my uses pacemaker? <laughs> Probably. What about my CPAP machine? My CPAP machine. But you can control, basically, you, and I've said it before, you can make your router just mm-hmm. route everything through there. That's what it does. A router of a router. It's great at routing things. But it, yeah. you can have it connecting to a Surfshark uh, IP, and so you're not exposing yours online. Beautiful. Pretty you never cool want to expose yours online. No, you don't want to expose <laughs> anything online. You get in trouble. You want your iCloud photos always protected. Mm-hmm. That's Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. But, you, but they also have uh, password protection, so they'll email you if, mm. if your email is compromised yeah. or been leaked somewhere. They also have antiviral software now, Ew, malware protection. Leaked. Your email's leaking. It's leaking. <laughs> um, uh, you can go to surfshark.deals slash casual preppers, and you will get for you'll get 27 months for uh, less than 60 bucks. You cannot beat it. And no. I just recently had mine uh, auto renew, and I, yeah. I I emailed them. I was like, "Hey, I wanted to use Casual Preppers code," and they're like, "Fine." They refunded me, and I was able to do that. Super good support. That um, is great customer service. It, and it was a, it was less than it was like eight hours. Yeah, you know, usually it's like we'll get back to you in forty eight to seven weeks. Yeah, we'll talk to you in twenty twenty four. Yeah, go Trump. So they were super fast <laughs> yeah. to, at addressing my issue. Plus, um, this Casual Preppers code is phenomenal i'm oh, telling gosh, you 27 man. months of uh protection you can't beat it no and if you don't even know what it is you want to try it out you get 30 days for free so go check it out surfshark.deals slash casual preppers can't beat that with a stick no way <laughs> so um now that we've talked about kind of what situational awareness is how do you apply that to your life how do you do that oh, i don't know so we're going to kind of break it up a little bit into parts Great. so part one assess your asses your environment. Yes, this is your environment. <laughs> um, assess your surroundings for threats. Yeah. So different environments pose different threats. Either, you know, you're in your normal element, you're in your hometown, maybe you're somewhere else. Different areas, different people, different populations pose different threats. So you need to be aware of that. Different accents. Different accents. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are there several entryways, exits to the place that you're in? Mm-hmm. I, Kobe and I have talked about this before. Every time I'm like in a store or in a restaurant, I kind of think about, what if, mm-hmm. and where would I exit, and like, how would I get out of here? What if somebody came in that one? Like, would I duck down? I do that all the time. I don't know why. And it, it's actually a really great situational awareness drill to, to kind like of practice do, that to to get better at. It. We're going to talk about that a little bit later, but yeah, yeah. You know, it's a good thing to do. It, and I don't know if it's just a natural thing to do, mm-hmm. and I don't know if a lot of people do it, but I, I do, do it more if I'm like with my kids or my me family. too. When when I'm, I'm with, with myself, family. like if I die, that's no big deal. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I don't want my kid getting hurt. Though. I know. It's or true. My wife. It makes a big difference yeah. if you have your family. Um, other things like maybe you're going to pick something up and like, again, when I was in San Francisco, I went and mm-hmm. bought some sandwiches across town and there was like no parking in front of the store with all the lights. Mm-hmm. And then there was a little side row that had no lights. And I'm like, I'm not parking there. No. Like, so. Somebody can steal your sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want that. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. And look at these good sandwiches. Give me your sandwiches. <laughs> Give me- I want a ham and I cheese. I knew boy. this would happen. I parked <laughs> under no lights. That's why you buy an extra ham and cheese just in case. <laughs> <Right>. That's 
<laughs> but being aware of your Decoy environment. sandwich. <laughs> Throw it at him. Can I get two slices of bread and just wrap it up? <laughs> yeah. Just put a little miracle whip in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe check box one of the no <laughs> mustard or something on there. Yeah. Yeah. I want it to look special. legit. Legit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, like, so the poorly parked area, poorly lit areas that you've parked in. Yeah. Um, if you're in a seated event, are you going to be like in the middle of the masses? Like oh, gosh, maybe you want to yeah. sit closer to an exit. Just things like that. My dad always sits on things. the end. Yeah. He's just too big to sit in the middle. <laughs> That's true. He's, he's like always like, make sure to get an end seat for me. I believe that. It <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I don't need my knees in front of people's view. <laughs> I know. Like, you should see him when he sits in one of those things. His knees are like up to his chin. You know what I mean? <laughs> huge. So huge. Oh, man. Um, so identify the objects around you. The uh, you know Cup, where's keys, the chair? Keys, where chair. Are the tables, the trash. <laughs> Cam, and hat. it does. It says you identify all those things, but that's a little extreme. But just knowing, like, if you have to run out, you don't want a garbage can in your way. <laughs> You're just like walking into stores taking notes. What are you doing? I'm just identifying all the objects. You're just showing it all out. (laughs) Golf cart, chair, clubs, person, (laughs) cashier. All right, I'd like to get a ticket to... uh, (laughs) I'd like to go golfing, please. Money. (laughs) On the way out. Bathroom, door, glass. (laughs) You guys are weirdo. (laughs) He does know where everything's at, though. (laughs) Weird person in front of me. Yeah, can I get a ticket? (laughs) Ugly lady at the counter. <laughs> Brown hair, ugly eyes, weird crooked nose. <laughs> ugly eyes. Can I please? Get... <laughs> I don't know what ugly eyes. Ugly are. eyes, stupid nose, stupid teeth, <laughs> bad, uh, no chin. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. Mole on face. Yes, ma'am. I need <laughs> Can't a ticket. Can't tell gender. Oh, um, ma'am, what would you? Uh, would you Un- please give me a ticket? Unspecified gender. <laughs> Can I help you, sir? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Cashier, Rich. Is your name Pat? What is your name? <laughs> um, and then seconds, notice other people, like I was just explaining. <laughs> yeah. It's crucial uh, to improving your situation awareness. But it's equally as important to detect and observe people around you and, like, what they're doing, like, mm. the type of person they are. You don't want to be um, grouped with a bunch of nerves nellies. You know? <laughs> I thought you were going to say nerds. You don't want to be grouped <laughs> with a bunch of nerds. If you're sitting at a lunch table, <laughs> you definitely want to sit with the cool people that are... Yeah, go sit with the jocks. They know how to get They got the Letterman done. jackets. Yeah. The Leatherman jackets. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a Leatherman jacket. It's got the leather <laughs> sleeves on it. Be. Yeah, isn't that on um, New Girl? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it seems like it should be Leatherman jacket. <laughs> no. Um uh three, identify entry and exit points. We've talked about that yeah. already. Just knowing how to get in and get out. Door, 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 window, <laughs> window. Uh practice prediction that was the other thing is just kind of uh, think about what would if something happen what how would you respond to that it just I'm, kind of increases your response time i'm gonna just be pissed off decreases. when i come out of this store yeah <laughs> that's my prediction seriously <laughs> i'm gonna hate all the people in here. i already want to leave <laughs> but yeah Makes your sense. um response time is reduced dramatically if you've kind of worked things out you know? mm-hmm. garbage can over there mm. fat person right there yeah. door over here ugly unspecified gendered person there 25 steps to the back exit <laughs> i've got it trump flag on this side <laughs> biden flag over there you can tell more republicans are over here i'm gonna go that <laughs> way um and then uh 
and obviously like these things, if you're kind of running your imagination, we don't, we don't want you to have like fear and anxiety. You just kind of like work things out. <laughs> yeah. Avoid the normalcy bias. But I, I think that's, feeling. I mean, we do that as preppers. We do. Anyways, that's what we do. You should be doing that. Yeah. And, but I mean, it's like not on the macro, but it's like more micro. It's like every time you walk into a store, like, okay, what could happen? Yeah. This yeah. dude could punch me in the nuts. <laughs> yeah. What would I do? Yeah. It's funny because I think about that actually more doing jujitsu all sure the time. I'm sure you do. Like, I think about That's it part of more, this down here, too. Like, than less. I thought I would think about it less, but I'm like, okay, if this dude took me right now, how, how, could I get a T position on him? Could I hip toss him? Like, what would I do? Like, yeah. I think about it more often. You would be. Which is weird. Thinking ahead of time, yeah. Um, six is trust yourself. And that and, no. and that's kind of like with the perception thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you feel uncomfortable, you feel like something's off, Yeah, people are acting weird, or yes. the, the situation just, like, something seems abnormal to you, try to get out of that situation. We're going to talk about that a there. little bit later, too. Like, if something feels weird, it's probably weird. Yeah, you should act on that. Talk like a duck, walk like a duck. Damn right. quacking duck, man. <laughs> right. It's a duck. And the like, it's funny because the the part three actually has almost the same kind of crap. Here. Yeah, it does. Huh? But it's just a little more of the action. Yeah. But um, and be aware of what you should do, or, or you know, be aware of what should be normal in this situation. Yeah. You know, if you're in a casino and bug extermination group comes in, <laughs> expect things to go down. There's probably somebody <laughs> scouting. Sure. Had, case in the joint or exterminators must be some bugs yeah <laughs> bite your damn head off what's that on ghostbusters is it yeah. um and then um but yeah like realizing what's normal for the situation <clears throat> yeah you know if you're in a dmv anything goes oh. any type of people coming if you're in walmart any type of thing mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. uh identify engage the danger of elements around you so um, just for an example, like in Brazil, the banks, when you go into a bank in Brazil, there's this huge bulletproof shield mm. and a guy with a assault rifle that sits behind it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, if you're going to stand in line at the bank in Brazil to get some money out, don't stand in the front doorway. Yeah. Like you're going to get blown to pieces. Yeah. If somebody comes. It, exactly. It's just like realizing you know, what elements are safe, like what, like where mm. are the risks at, like. If somebody's to come in and they're yeah. gonna come through this door and shoot these people first, <laughs> yeah, that's a little intense. But, anyways, did just, you skip seven? Did the, I the the fighting techniques? Did you? Talk oh, about I did it? because we. Yeah, no, oh. I, I meant to talk about that. Oh, okay. Uh, and seven is this practice situational fighting techniques, and mm. so this goes a lot with self defense training. Mm. And like Kobe was just saying, like he's thinking ahead of time of how he would probably. I don't know. You you can probably have more on this. Just like. I'm sure you're thinking ahead of time of what move somebody might do and yeah. things to do. Like, but basically being able to protect yourself, you got to have that mindset of like, if I'm in a struggle or if I'm, you yeah. know, if I'm in a uh, aggressive situation with another person, like, yeah. what am I going to do? Am I going to flee or am I going to defend myself? And well, like the way? biggest thing I think with that too is like distance. Like, you either need to be out of range of getting kicked or you need to be right I do right, remember talking about right that inside we, right so that's all, usually the first thing I think about is like I need to be either out of their range grabbed or yeah or in their range because I want my hands on their body or I don't want to get punched that like the, those are the like two don't things. be in the range where you're going to get kicked or punched yeah. like either mm-hmm. closer so they can't swing right or, on top uh, of them yeah or far enough away they're not going to kick you that. it makes a ton of sense yep so, so those are the like when I think about it, I'm like, if this dude tries something, I'm either going right in or I'm going right out. Yeah, and you got to kind of don't be know. in that range of a like <laughs> don't unexpected swing, the danger zone. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, that's just kind of the things to kind of give your like position yourself in the environment yeah. of kind of what th- what things are threats, what things are going to make things difficult for you, and yeah. where where to go, how to get out of there. And so then we go to part two, and this is like. 
this is called controlling your focus and attention. And this, this is, is a tough one. This is a very tough one. So Cam kind of touched on this already. Don't assume abnormal behavior doesn't. <laughs> I say, Cam kind of demonstrated this. <laughs> no, one. no. Don't assume abnormal behavior doesn't pose a threat. Yeah. Right. So sometimes, like, we get so accustomed to like crazy things happening around us that you just ignore it. Yeah. Especially if you live in places like a big city. <laughs> yeah. You know, you've seen those videos of Russia. Oh gosh. When yeah. they're like jumping on a broken down car and in the back there's an explosion. Somebody's <laughs> like hanging from a, yeah. a, an apartment complex mm -hmm. and they're just like, Duh, duh, duh. whatever, no biggie. Or like, you know, downtown Vegas on the strip. There's so much crazy things going on. That you're just over. like, yeah, that's normal. Yeah, but you you don't want to get so accustomed to that that you ignore it or discount it. Abnormal behavior isn't normal. That's the whole point about it. Like, you know, by definition, it's not normal. Right. So always assess it. Always make sure you're looking at it and you understand what's going on. Don't just like, eh, yeah, no biggie. I'm at yeah. Walmart. That happens all the time. Like, you know, someone's fighting or something. Ah, it's just, they're just fighting. It's true. Yeah. You, you never know. know. We, yeah. we were sitting at a concert like not too long ago and some drunk guy was like kind of harassing people. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, what would I do if he comes up to me or he's harassing my wife? Like, yeah. you have to think ahead of like, what would you do? Yeah. Instead of just being like, ah, it's a, it's a concert. It's a they're concert. drunk. Yeah. They're just here to see George Strait like I am. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> uh, Sawyer Brown. Oh, Sawyer Brown. Either way. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, no, that's just. Abnormal behavior probably does pose a threat in some way, shape, yeah. or form. Don't get distracted. Yeah. Yeah, this one is tough. Good luck. We have one million distractions around us every single day. <laughs> There's so many. We got phones. We've got radios. We've got kids. We've got work. We've got TV. We've got um, all of the things, you know, and especially when you're in an environment that has a higher potential of incidents, you've got to be more focused. You cannot be walking downtown you know even it's just downtown salt lake city in your phone with your headphones on just like it's you know majority of the people yeah. are walking around you too it's, and like it's crazy. like you know it might be a good idea to pay attention don't get distracted especially yeah. when you're in those environments i've seen too many videos of idiots staring at their phones and they'll walk right into a fountain like a water fountain <laughs> yes. you know and they're or down a manhole down a manhole <laughs> or like walk right through a glass door or something <laughs> yeah. it's like seriously you don't have that it's much like, awareness man i could be a a, th a thief. Yeah. Just like, oh, so easy. Bonk. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you, he's the bonk I bonk thief. him on the head. I bonk him and I take their stuff. That sandwich the is mine. Bandits. The bonking bandits. Bonking bandits. Bonking bandits. <laughs> bonking. Downtown San Francisco. Yeah. By the sandwich Watch shop. Watch the bonking bandits. <laughs> take your hammy sandwich. <laughs> um, so st just stay focused while you're doing things that are more dangerous, especially things like driving. Again, distracted driving, it's a bad thing for a reason. Yeah. Right? Um, pay attention to time. This one um, is a little bit uh, weird, but, you know, how long has someone been standing out in front of your house? <laughs> it's odd. Yeah. Right? Is he going in here? Been here for two hours. Something's weird. <laughs> Right, that's not that's not right. Um, hello, FBI. How are you? <laughs> um, you know, how long has someone been standing? You know, reading a sign near you, or like looking at their watch, or just you know what I mean? Like, like mm -hmm. they've been sitting there Someone's for a little here. too long. Yeah, he did. He did. And we get to burn these types of. Oh wait, that's what happened. <laughs> he just did. So just you know, pay attention to time. Um, fight against complacency. Again, it's hard to avoid complacency. Um, you just don't 
don't don't be complacent. Also, don't let fatigue set in. That's a tough one yeah. because <laughs> yeah. I'm always tired. It's like baseline for Americans, just to be tired. It You're is. always tired. Yep. Um, I'm guilty of it. Um, Burn some, the candle both ends. Yeah, we say, all do it. Just say F it. I don't, I don't want to be yeah. situationally aware anymore. So, um, The last one is use your peripheral vision to identify Man, threats. I'm screwed. I know. Cam is a tough one for him. This just kind of comes back to that but just with that, I do try to keep like my family, my kids on my right side because <laughs> yeah. I have poor left. Exactly. So that's that's again, but that's right there is being situational. Maybe I aware. should switch it up. Well, I know they're on my left. I'm going to yeah. get sucker punched from them. Right. Exactly. But also, you don't want to look like that psycho that's like looking back and forth, going through Walmart, like <laughs> right. identifying all the items and the people. And I just like, wear mirror glasses. They're <laughs> yeah. only five bucks at Dollar yeah. But just like y- you use that peripheral vision to kind of assess yeah. the things that are going on around you. And there's different ways we'll talk about that. You can get better at those types of things. So For sure. That's part two. Part three. Yeah, part three. Being now. aware of dangerous situations. Okay. So goes along with everything we're talking about. A lot of this might be a little bit repeat, but so trying to predict up- upcoming events around you, like we talked about. So how how mm. can you kind of uh, practice this or learn how to do it better? I know my wife's about to get mad. <laughs> yeah. I predict I'm in trouble. When I get home, I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> what am I going to say? What I, am I going to say? I'm not going home. <laughs> yeah. Situation resolved. <laughs> yeah. I was aware. I took a choice. <laughs> <laughs> avoided the situation still got to figure that out later <laughs> yeah um but use your imagination just a bit to imagine the events that could possibly happen like we were saying you just kind of go through what if this happened what if that happened if you're yeah. in a restaurant and somebody comes in shooting what are you gonna do you finish your meal you gonna pay your tip yeah or are you gonna try and get out or are you gonna try and get behind something or hide somewhere um what if someone next to you starts choking you know stuff like that that's not is there a doctor in the house yeah there's not a threat to you but what if your kid starts dude that's so funny this last weekend my dad uh drove up on a motorcycle accident he was like the second one there yeah that happened so like traffic accidents yeah probably one of the biggest things so funny he drove up and the guy was like in bad shape like not good right and so they were trying to figure out what to do and about two minutes later another car drives up and comes out and the guy's like you guys need help? And my dad's like, well, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, I'm a doctor. And he's like, well, hell yeah, we need help. <laughs> like, what do you think? You want me to... You need help? I'm a doctor. You want me to play doctor? You want me to be a civilian? Like, of course we want your help. That is funny. Like, I'm a truck driver. <laughs> my dad's like, good help. This is a perfect situation. <laughs> yeah. I'm you, an EMT, but do you want me to do anything do here? Do you need help? Yeah. You guys got this covered. Yeah. It's just funny, like, people sometimes. I know. The obvious. Yeah. Uh, yes. I would like your help. Trust your gut feelings. Like we were saying, if things, if you if you feel like, you know, hair standing up on the back of your neck, you just feel uncomfortable in the place that you're in or around the people you are. Guts or neck? Which one? Once again, guts. Yeah. Hair standing up in your guts. <laughs> well, my happy trail standing up on end. Taint <laughs> hair poking straight out. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> That's the second time we've mentioned that today, just I not know, on the I podcast. I don't know why. That's weird. Um, but like, man, I tell you, one of the, mm. one of the most uneasy that I've felt was like, mm. we walked from San Francisco, we were downtown and we walked back to our apartment mm-hmm. and it was like the creepiest feeling ever. I'm just like, any of these people could just instantly try and like mug us. Cause there's tons of like homeless people. Sounds like luckily, a great place. <laughs> yeah. Luckily we didn't, uh-huh. um, get mugged, but, mm. um, That's good. but it was just like, maybe we should take public you know i should have paid for a taxi is what i should have done yeah 
who knows, got killed in the taxi too. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Huh? But um, trust your feelings. Like, uh, I think there was like a path or you could go like down underground under the road. I'm like, I'm going on top. Yeah. Like I'm staying up where there's lights and people like down below is probably where I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just being aware of those different threats and trusting your gut feeling. Um, yeah, I had a time. So speaking of that, I was like, uh, I think I was 19 or 20 and I went with my friends to Hawaii and we, we had a, a hotel that was probably like a half mile off the beach. So we would walk that half mile to the beach every, what the hell are you laughing at? <laughs> I dropped my can oh, and like hit my lip. <laughs> oh, I'm having a hard time with that can. <laughs> you are, man. So we're like, so we'd have to take, take this walk every time. And, uh, we're walking down one day and this lady comes out and she's like, just kind of this bigger old Hawaiian lady. She's like, Hey, how are you guys doing? Where are you from? She's like, and she's talking to us and it just felt weird. Like I didn't know. And then because like a weird, yeah. Like, and, and then you're at, being too nice to yeah. a weird time. And then like, as we were trying to leave, she's like, can you guys help me come in and, and move a fridge? Oh yeah. And I'm like, Oh hell no. Yeah. Like, you know, her like 300 pound sons, like hiding behind the <laughs> fridge, ready to jump us and steal all our Would you want to live? Just get out and eat me or something. So yeah, it's just, He's down at like a center on the football team. He's ready to just plow you over as you come in. As soon as you walk in the door. <laughs> Welcome to Hawaii. <laughs> that I've heard a lot of people get in trouble in Hawaii. Yeah. Like, but again, like I felt like right off the bat, I'm like, this is just weird. Yeah. Like it didn't yeah. feel normal. Trust those instincts. You got to trust those instincts. You yeah. Know? And I mentioned here, my wife and I were driving home from like my parents and I was like, oh, we used to camp here a lot. Let's drive down here and take a look at this campground. It was at nighttime, and it started to snow a little bit, and both mm -hmm. of us had, like, this really uneasy feeling, and we were both like, troubles are coming. <laughs> and we got <laughs> out there. coming. <laughs> but it was weird. Like, you know that you're, like, mm -hmm. we're either going to get stuck or mm -hmm. something's going on down here. You get those weird scents, and it's best to just act on those. Yeah, for sure. Um, position, position yourself to easily identify threats. You know, you want a good view of the the area, people mm -hmm. coming in and out, maybe uh, like a seat that's going to give you a good view of the entryway and exits and stuff like mm -hmm. that so you can kind of watch for weird, suspicious activity. It's like you're in the FBI all the time. Oh, yeah. You're a spy. You're James Sounds Bond. Sounds super fun. Yeah. Um, immediately identify danger, dangerous factors of those who enter the personal space. You know, mm. you get tattoos or a man bun come up right next to you. Uh-uh. This is a huge threat. I'm out of there. <laughs> yeah. I am out of there. Somebody smells weird. Get out of there. Missionary tag on their breast. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. That's dangerous. You don't want any of but that. But this, this is, um, a weird thing to say. And I, and I read it in a couple of forums. It's like. We try not to stereotype. Mm -hmm. It's not good, but in a way you need to stereotype people. Yeah. Until you know that they're not a threat or that they're like, you have to assume somebody's probably up to no good. <laughs> Maybe that's a cynical thing to. I just assume everybody's up to no me good. Me too. Everybody. Everybody's up to Trevor. And one, a 12 year old comes up to me. I'm like, you son of a bitch. What <laughs> yeah. do you want? <laughs> yeah. Even a group of kids too. Like, oh gosh. I'm like, this is probably the worst. Scared. A group of 13 year old kids. Yeah. Way more I'm scared like, than a group of man buns and tattoo boys. And like, Guys, yeah. yeah. Mm -mm. Tattoo boys. Tattoo boys. Hey, that's the tattoo boys. <laughs> Son, we're in trouble now. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, like, you kind of have to do a little bit of stereotyping <laughs> and assume, like, uh, they look rough, they could be rough, and they probably are until you kind of prove otherwise. So. Have you seen that Seinfeld, The Van Buren Boys? Have you seen yes, that one? Yes, oh, I do. Hell. I do. I have So seen funny. <laughs> the Van Buren Boys. I like the name. Like, <laughs> you mean President Van Buren? Yeah. <laughs> but they let me go because I held up their sign. What was the sign? Like this, because he was the eighth president. <laughs> <laughs> I was holding the salt I, I saw shaker. that one like a couple of weeks ago <laughs> so and funny. I meant to comment on it to you. Yeah. 
That's a, I need to watch all those. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, kind of look for cues that people kind of give off pre-attack. Mm-hmm. And so other things I've listened to, like most people get uneasy when they're about to do something. doesn't yeah. matter if they've done it a million times. Like they're criminal. Mm-hmm. Like they get a little uneasy. They, they get a little, some nervous ticks and things and you got to watch for those. Um, like some of the things to watch for people that are loitering near a choke point mm. or choking near a loitering point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a bad deal. If you're choking near a loitering point, you're, you got to get out of there. Well, he's choking on <laughs> uh, He was loitering for a minute. Now he's about to pass out. <laughs> Something's up. Uh, moving to block your path or exit, like people just kind of close in behind you or, you know. Start to yeah, it's, don't, no, don't it, think. it's just an usher. But <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing over there? We're in a line of people, and someone gets in front of you. They let you through, and they click the little rope. Yeah, like, what are you doing? <laughs> what do you want? You trapping me in here? Um, What's it with that man bun? Yeah. <laughs> um, people that have no excuse for activity or presence, like, why are you here? <laughs> what that, are you that, doing here? That one always makes me laugh. Yeah, it's like, you why should. are you doing this here? Yeah. Um. Action coincides with your action. Yeah, that's the one that creeps me. Yeah, out. they're like following. They're doing what like you're... a mirror. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm going left, they go right. Yeah. Anytime yeah. that happens when you try and pass something, they go the same way. You get out of there. Yeah, you're done, man. Yeah, <laughs> just get out of that place. Um, nervous ticks, like I was saying, like mm-hmm. watch for people that are kind of acting like a little fidgety or they seem. Most of like, if you've seen those videos of kids that are going to hold up a store, or they're going to oh, pull yeah. out a gun. They're really like, they're, they're, they act super weird. So yeah, looking back and forth yeah. and like, mm. and then obviously ha- hidden hands always oh, yeah. suggests a weapon. Yep. Whether it be biological weapon. Nuclear. Or <laughs> <laughs> Nuclear weapon. They might whip something else out yeah. or yeah. a gun. Yep. So you just kind of like try to read people and kind of see like yeah. something seems off about this dude. And that's and what this next piece that's is very about. very common anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. So like the human indicators, offgridweb.com had a really great article about this. I want to go through this pretty quick, but all individuals give off signals when they're measured against context, relevance, and local societal baseline. So in certain circumstances, these signals can, with the proper training, be read as anomalies. So you kind of really have to understand where you are. You have to understand the people in the area. Um, and you got to establish that baseline. Like what is normal in Vegas is not necessarily normal in Vernal. Yeah. Right. So yeah. the, the baselines are slightly different. So you got to understand that and know that. So the Orbis website has lined out six domains of, I, I held up a two. I don't know why. The Orbis <laughs> website has lined out six domains of situational awareness with people and places. Heuristics. Uh, these are mental shortcuts that can be used when other information is limited to influence a snap decision and help prime you for action as necessary. This may, may be explained by the old phrase, if it walks like a duck or Occam's razor, right? Very loosely translated. The simplest answer is probably... Yeah. The, that was just in Scrubs episode I saw. Was it? Day. Yeah, exactly. So... Um, Occam's Razor. That's the first one. Then proxemics. I think that's how that's said. How people interact with each other in groups. This could include things like how far or close people stand while interacting. If a people in a, in a group all seem focused on or mimic the demeanor of one individual or of certain individuals routinely travel with an entourage of followers. So that's like how they're, you know, if there's a group of people and how they're acting. And then you got geographics, how people interact with their physical terrain. Um, so this can be particularly important in natural gathering places like parking lots, stadiums, on the street 
in San Francisco in a tunnel under the earth <laughs> in San Francisco. Street corners, you know. Um, how how are they acting? You can you can kind of tell when something's like off. Yeah. With a dude on the yeah. street, <laughs> right? Or a lady on the street. Yeah. And sometimes they're just off, but you sometimes have to assume just that off. they're a threat. To you. You yeah. You have to just consider you're better off just to assume they're yeah. a threat and avoid. And that's it, right? stereotyping, but. It's, oh well. Yeah. Don't stand on the corner near, next to a sandwich shop yeah. in the dark. My wife would probably be like, "Oh, we don't want to offend him. Let's get them a sandwich. He's got a knife, but he isn't. Maybe he wants yeah. to spread some butter. Yeah, <laughs> some spread <bread>. your butter. It's <laughs> <laughs> a weird. I don't know why I said spread your butter. <laughs> I was like, okay, is that a euphemism for something? Yes. He's about to spread your butter, baby. We better get out of here. I've heard about this. <laughs> In these streets of San Francisco, oh, they'll yeah. spread people's butter. They talk about rice but it's the butter doesn't you got to be aware. It doesn't matter the age. No. They'll spread their butter. Yeah. Don't stand on the corner. Get your butter <laughs> spread right there, right Stay down. out of trouble. Don't get your butter. <laughs> butter and trouble. Don't spread your butter. Stay out of trouble. You'll spread your butter, boy. <laughs> get on out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use that You don't want to go to You end up in jail You're going to get your butter spread <laughs> He spread that boy's butter I'll tell you what <laughs> I ain't never seen nothing like it <laughs> It was gross It was Atmospherics This is like the overall feel of a place The sights, smells, sounds And like the general demeanor Right? Yeah um, so those are all inputs that you can take in. Uh, biometrics. This is kind of what came Smells about. like a knife. <laughs> I smoke gunpowder. Let's get out of here. <sighs> smells like murder's about to happen. Yeah. Or it smells like a skunk. It's yeah. probably somebody up to no good. It's <laughs> probably somebody about to ready to spread your butt. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. <laughs> biometrics. So these biometric cues are more focused on an individual and their body's response in connection to their interaction. So, like, are they sweating? Is their skin flushed? Are their pupils dilated? You know, they talking to themselves. Are they talking to themselves? <laughs> are, are they mumbling to themselves? Are they rubbing different parts of their body? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's about to spread someone's butter. Oh, I think he's spreading his own butter <laughs> on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> spread his own butter. That's good. That guy. That boy is weird. He just spread his own butter. Son, you it. see the exits? <laughs> Stay away from that man that's spreading his butter right now. <laughs> so, like, you know, those are those biological indicators, you know, of a feeling or an intention that a person may be attempting to hide under the surface, right? Yeah. Kinesics? You know, yeah. That's, that's about body language. You know, separate from biometrics, which deal with automatic responses kinesics is actual physical movements like the jittery and yeah. you know rubbing like cracking them <laughs> knuckles and rubbing the back of their neck and touching their nose or whatever they're doing you know stroking spreading their, their face. butter <laughs> yeah under their pants they're spreading their butter <laughs> hands in their pockets yeah you no, know I like the grooming gestures what grooming gestures yeah I know grooming like rubbing yeah twirling their mustache <laughs> yeah Rubbing their lips, uh, licking their lips, rubbing their ear hair, <laughs> all those kinds of things. <laughs> rubbing their ear hair. Yeah. Combing their ear hair. Combing their nose hair out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their nose Something's hair. going on. He's nervous about something. That dude's about ready to do something weird. <laughs> so, yeah, you'll look for those anomalies, right? Any behavior, whether from an individual or group, which breaks from an established baseline, qualifies as an anomaly. It can yeah. be subtle. It could be blatantly obvious. Um, 
so they go over a few things here, but you know, like when you're driving home and you pass an accident on the side of the road, that's, that's, you know, that's a proximic pull or push. It's like a stimulant that causes people to gather yeah. or disperse outside of their regular patterns. So understand what's going on there. Does someone mimic your movements or patterns? You know, are they following you? You turn left, they turn left. Do you stop? They stop. That's weird. Yeah. They're going to spread your butter, boy. Watch out. You know? Yeah, they are so preparing are, to spread your butter. Yeah, so think about that. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is getting better, training your situational awareness. Um, how can you do that? Is it possible? Yes, it is possible, Cameron. Yeah. Um, number one thing you can do, this might seem not like it would help, but it really does. Bring variety to your routine. Um, sometimes we talked about complacency. Doing the same thing over and over and over again, you get really complacent. Yeah. You start to just like not even notice. Like sometimes you're driving to work and you don't even notice you're driving, right? You're just there that all the time. That does sudden. happen, yep. Um, so if you change that up, change up your route to work, um, this can like help get your brain off of that autopilot mode. Eat lunch somewhere else. Listen to something different. Just be aware of what's going on and bringing that variety kind of helps that. You can play memory games. These aren't just for your kitties. <laughs> you know, the guess who game or something like that or whatever. Any sort of like uh, matching game or memory game. Guess who game. suspicious, kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you yeah. were to pick someone out of this group that would spread your butter, which one? Man bun. 100%. <laughs> Man bun. <laughs> so play some memory games. That helps. Work on your peripheral vision. Right, Cam? Especially on your left side. <laughs> Especially <Okay>. on the <laughs> left yeah. side. But there's a, there's a whole bunch of exercises you can actually find on YouTube to work on your peripheral vision. You can actually make it better. Yeah. It's just like lifting weights. Yeah. I see it. Uh, there. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm seeing it way over here. Yeah. <laughs> see it. So just work on that. But yeah, you help. can. You can strengthen those. Um, like Cam talked about the exit count game. Oh, this is a good one to play. Uh, this is, and it's not even just an exercise. It's actually directly doing situational awareness. Walk into a store, a restaurant. Jump out a window. An office. <laughs> yes. And find all the exits. Count mm -hmm. them. You know, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> I know where they are. And then... It, <laughs> yeah, it's not like you got OCD. Yeah. One, two, one, three. three. One, two, three. One, open, close, open, close, open, close. Yeah. So if you make this a habit, it's actually going to be helpful and it's gonna you're going to really be better at situational awareness doing that, right? Uh, people watching is the last thing you can do. That you ever done that? Oh, of course I have. Uh, yeah. My dad used to love to do this. We'd go to the mall, like our family would go to the mall, and like, we're going to sit down and watch people. <laughs> So we sit on the bench, we eat a pretzel or something, and just watch weirdos, right? That was one of his favorite things to do. But it's a good thing because you can observe people. You can kind of see who, like, you know, what's his story? Yeah. You know, what's man bun doing over there? He's got a sciatic nerve problem. Yeah. You know, walking with a hitch in his giddy up. He's got something going on. Wheelchair. Got some health problems, I'm pretty sure. Wheelchair. Doesn't play basketball. <laughs> yep. Um, he can play wheelchair ball, though. Those dudes. Yeah, that they you ever, can. You ever see uh, never Friday Night them. Lights? <laughs> you never played? They never invited you to play? <laughs> nope. Friday Night Lights has a... Yeah. No, I'm... You know, uh, that's a good, good show. Jason Street. Um, yep. Anyways, um, but you can, like, people watch and just kind of observe things, and uh, it's a great... Uh, you do learn a lot about... You do. Some weird behaviors. Yeah, but that's that's situational awareness for yeah. for you, for us, for yeah. everybody, for preppers, yeah. for non-preppers alike. You can practice it every day. Yeah. On your drive. <laughs> Please do it on your drive. At the, like, uh, that's the best place to be situationally really, aware. It, it really is. <laughs> because It's if crazy not, how much people 
Oh my god! Oh, I get so frustrated. I'm Driving like, to work, you see someone put mascara on. Like, yeah. I'm like, what yeah. is happening? <laughs> right. We're going 70 miles an hour down the road. Oh, no. Do you really want to put your makeup on right now? Yeah, I still remember like, oh my, coming gosh. down a farm road, um, and I'm like, with my brother, and I'm like, is that our is that our sister? <laughs> she passes. I, she had been going like 200. Her <laughs> 200. foot's out the window. Like, Driving? she's just relaxing like, Whoa. Oh, my gosh. Like, you idiot. She did. Yeah. No. She's, we miss her. She's wrecked a lot of cars. <laughs> Has she? Yeah. Yeah. Still has her foot. That's great. Didn't get severed. Yeah. So, That's a good plus. But just, yeah. There's some scary non- uh, situational aware people out there. That's yeah, true. Um, today's podcast, guys, is brought to you by TacPack. It is the only monthly tactical subscription box with useful, professional-grade stuff inside. Use our code CASUALPREPPERS. You're going to get a free $70 machine-made part from Next Level Armament. <laughs> you say $70 machine gun. Machine guns, yeah. <laughs> Might blow up on you for 70 bucks, but... <laughs> It's yours. Hey, yeah. it'll send a projectile out. Luckily, we have the latest tack pack. We're going to tell you about it right now. The first item in the box is the bone dry gun slash ammo case. <clears throat> case. I like this one. Prevents rust. Handgun. Before it starts. It's beautiful. If you're shooting underwater, uh-huh. and you come out, you're yeah. going to want that pouch. Ocean gun case. Um, Battle Arms Development Mag Release. This gets you that good mag release action going on. Booyah. Yeah, there it is. Yep. Then we have the, this This thing is cool. The Empire Shank Sharpie. Oh, what? Yeah, I was yeah. like, well, they sent us a Sharpie. Open it up. Open it up, Cameron. Open it up, Cameron. Oh, pop the top off. Pop yeah. the top off of that. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> yeah. You can shank somebody with it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Now everybody that has a Sharpie, I'm going to be suspicious of. Situational awareness. Yeah. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> Let me. Can I have your autograph? Sure. <laughs> Man, that's pretty. That's yeah, pretty that's cool. Scary. And then we got the jams tea. Wee. Oh, T-shirt. Yeah. It's not jams. Everyone's jams. greatest fear. Jams. Jams. And then we got the Winnie the Pew cool. sticker. Winnie the Pew. It's a gun. Gun. Got a bear. He's got a mag gear. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. cool. We also have the latest Going Gear EDC Club. These guys kill it every time. They have, man, they do. They have some great stuff. In the premium box, we have the Giant Moose Ace Corda. $195 value knife. It'll cut stuff anytime you want to cut Fingers stuff. Fingers and everything. Fingers. Ooh, that's got a nice yeah, flip. Nice little it. action, doesn't it? Ah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Then we have the Key Unity KK01. This is a Compact keychain knife. I like this one. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Huh? It looks kind of like a. It's just like a, a keychain organizer, but yeah, it's a little, it's little razor knife. Ooh, careful! I don't. It's weird the way it pops out. You think it should come out the other way? Yeah, it does but come out weird. It's cool. Then we have the Raylight Pineapple Mini. This is super scary. Do not cut yourself, boy. The Raylight Pineapple Mini little flashlight. This is a bright little flashlight. Yeah. Um. It's only two hundred forty lumens, but it feels like. He's going to burn your retina. Yeah, it seems a lot brighter than that. Woo! I just cut the camera. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And we got the Alpaca Gear Hub Pouch. It's a soft shell pouch for electronics, flashlights, knives, tools, all that kind of stuff, EDC. That's pretty cool. neat. Pretty I neat. like the little pouches that yeah. can organize your EDC. And then we have the Professor Professor Puzzles. Matchbox Puzzles. 
It's like little mind That's games. That's cool. That's tricks. perfect. Throwing bug up bag. Got some things to yeah to do. Fidgets. P- puzzle you out. Puzzle. 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 Professor puzzle. Put it in a geocache. Huh? Geocache. Who cares? It's time for the quick and dirty medical tip. All right. We've talked about asthma. Asthma before. Oh. So it's kind of a scary deal. Oh, have you yeah. ever seen signs? Huh. Scary. I have. That's scary. Have you I ever seen, seen signs? You seen the signs of asthma? Yeah. It, they can't breathe good. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, um, it's always a scary thing to like have happen. Um, mm-hmm. they can't breathe. <laughs> Simple as that. Never a great situation. To and be if you in. don't have medication, uh, very scary mm-hmm. in a pinch. Again, this isn't medical advice, but in a put pinch, them on top of you and say, breathe when I breathe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah now, this will pass. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you don't have those bronchodilators, albuterol. Bronco? Bronco. <laughs> Is that what you said? Yeah, That's what bronco. I heard. Yeah, bronco. Mm-hmm. Bronco. The bronchioles. Bronchodilators. Um, they, uh, then you're going to be in a tough spot. Mm-hmm. There are some ways to kind of prevent. One, that, you know, I showed like an improvised, you can use a uh, bike pump mm-hmm. to distribute the uh, nebulized Albuterol, Albuterol, which is kind of handy, mm-hmm. but there are some natural treatments that reduce uh, inflammation and asthma attacks. Oh, cool! So if you're like, I don't want this kid to have an asthma attack, or I don't want to have an asthma attack, mm-hmm. there's some things that you can do to kind of prevent and keep mm. the inflammation down. Okay. There's obviously triggers, you know, viruses mm-hmm. or triggers, environmental uh, allergies, things like that. You obviously you're going to try to avoid, but yeah. if you can also use some natural stuff to help, why not? You know, why sure, not? sure. So some ways you can help kind of control the asthma in mild to moderate cases, pursed lip breathing. You know, that's when you like, you're putting some negative pressure. You know, you see people with like uh, emphysema and stuff, they do that. They're like, where's this chick with emphysema? <laughs> yeah. um, abdominal breathing, similar to pursed lip breathing. breathing. <laughs> pursed lip breathing. I've done that before. <laughs> Heck yeah, boy. I got three kids, man. <laughs> But focuses <laughs> on using, why does it come out like in the, the perfect situation? Uh, on using the diaphragm more effectively with yeah. your hands on your belly, breathe as if you were filling it with uh, with an air like a balloon. Okay. <laughs> you hear that little <laughs> yeah, squeaky? That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, there's, there's some me- uh, mechanisms breeding. Now, some medications. So, Ginger published. Uh, study in the American Journal of Respiratory Cell and Molecular Biology. I'll miss that, that one. That ginger is <laughs> instrumental in inhibiting chemicals that constrict airways. Like ginger ale? Gotta drink ginger ale? <laughs> I don't think ginger ale. No, oh, dang it. So just ginger. And ginger has a lot of uses, obviously, for stomach. It helps with inflammation. So in here, it actually is shown to ease asthmatic symptoms. So Okay. Ginger. Ginger, ginger and garlic tea. It sounds terrible. Mm, delicious. Add three or four minced garlic cloves and some ginger tea while it's hot. Cool it down. Drink it twice a day. That has some benefits. It does smell awesome. Yeah. <laughs> You'll breathe though. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Herbal teas like mm. ephedra, colt's foot, <laughs> kadanopis. I haven't heard that one. Those are my favorites. Kodanopis. Mm. Butterbur. That one I've heard of. Colt's Nettle. foot. Colt's foot. <laughs> Chamomile. Nurse's eyeball. <laughs> Pig's toenail. P.A. nose hair. <laughs> tea. <laughs> yeah. Chamomile, rosemary, all those have been known to relieve some inflammatory reactions. Okay. Can help with asthma. Sweet. Caffeine. 
Oh. Black unsweetened coffee and other Heck caffeine yeah. contain, containing drinks may help open airways. Mm. Don't drink more than 12 ounces at a time as coffee can dehydrate you. Eucalyptus, essential mm. oil of eucalyptus used in steam or direct inhalation may help with to open airways. May. Again, not mm. medical advice. Some people might react the other way. Honey, obviously, mm. is got it's like the most important thing you can store. Oh, yeah. Put on wounds. Put in your um, tea. Breathe deeply from a jar of honey. Mm. <laughs> That's such a weird one, but apparently it can. Can help. you really do that? Like breathing? It says, really? to, decrease the, to decrease the frequency of attack, stir one teaspoon of honey in 12 ounces of, and drink it, but you can also take a deep breath from the jar. Mm. And give, I don't ever. Yeah. Give me a whiff of that honey jar, baby. <laughs> I'm a little bit wheezy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have a whiff. Let me have a whiff of that honey jar. Then you can go in the back room and spread my Deuce. butter. <laughs> spread my butter. <laughs> spread my we butter. We can get some perfect breeding going. Mm, give me that honey butter, baby. <laughs> mustard oiled rub. <laughs> Man, mustard, it's potent. So basically, it's just going to burn all your airways open. That sounds great. <laughs> mustard gas oil rub. Uh-huh. Super helpful. Agent orange oil rub. <laughs> Yeah. Man, no one's getting anything from this. <laughs> Ginkgo biloba leaf extract mm. and lobelia. I got real low lobelia. <laughs> okay. I don't want to do anything tonight. No. Um, instead of smoking, mm-hmm. <laughs> Americans actually smoked it. Lobelia. I don't know. Who? Uh, Native Americans. Oh. Did I say Americans? <laughs> I just said Americans. I was like, I left Native out yeah. there. <laughs> Americans been smoking it. Native Americans actually okay. smoked this herb as a treatment for asthma. Like, Instead I'm of smoking, American. try mixing tincture of lobelia with tincture of cayenne. Three to one ratio. You guys are gonna remember this. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> yeah. So other things that you can do to help uh, reduce asthmatic attacks: uh, replace animal proteins with plant proteins. Yeah, right. I know. That ain't gonna work. Increase intake. I've heard like animal meats and stuff like that obviously do have some increased inflammation. So if you're desperate and you want to try this, I'm telling you, okay, it could help. I'm not that plant desperate. protein. Okay. Increase intake of omega three fatty acids and sure. vitamin D. Told you that I'll before that. a million times. Eliminate milk and other dairy products. Well, my belly don't like it anyway. Yeah, mine either. Eat organically whenever possible. Mm-hmm. Eliminate trans fats. Use extra virgin olive oil to, to as your main cooking oil. Okay. And always stay, stay well hydrated. Yeah. So those are just things that you can do if you have an asthmatic in the home or you're an asthmatic to prevent asthmatic attacks. If you're like, I don't have any medication or I'm, yeah. I'm you know, waiting to get some medication, you're going to want to do these things. I that, can't breathe. That, Eat some plant protein. <laughs> you'll be fine. I know. <laughs> I should do that in like the urgent care. I know. My son can't breathe. How much meat's he been eating? Eat some edamame, dummy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you tried chamomile and a liquid <laughs> two to one tincture, huh? A little belly tincture or something <laughs> yeah. like that. The Americans used to use that way back in the past. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I don't know that anybody got anything out of that tip. I had a good time. But I, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you that. First lip breathing is going to help everybody. <laughs> so there you go. There cool. you have it. Situation like it. awareness, asthma prevention. Beautiful. The end. Beautiful. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you listening. Uh, you're all pretty awesome for uh, subscribing. If you haven't hit the subscribe button yet, just hit the button. It takes two seconds. Yeah. And then send it to your friend. Yeah. Like, do you like your friends? Yeah. Okay. I like my friends. Just I send take them the phone podcast. and subscribe to it. We've told you yeah. to do this. It's not that hard. If a policeman comes up and wants to ask for your license, grab his phone. Spread his damn butter. 
Okay. Or he's going to spread your butter. All right, guys. Thanks. And stay survived.